This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. We front load you with what turns into a story and reality. Rich Eisen is one of my favorite people in the world. <gasps> oh my God, love it. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Salty Tour. Take control. I'm, I'm giving Tyreek a shot. Just know that he is getting the ball. Yeah! <laughs> that sounds like an undefeated quarterback. Earlier on the show, Super Bowl winning quarterback Drew Brees, Pro Football Hall of Famer Steve Young, Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford. Coming up, actor Josh Dumel. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Man, what a fun two hours we've had. Drew Brees, hour one. Matthew Stafford, Steve Young last hour. Just gave you the top five missing pieces of the the top five missing pieces of the 2022 NFL season. A list topped off much to Chris Brockman's dismay, chagrin, and potential enjoyment that it's Josh McDaniels, the play caller in New England. He is missing. Yeah, I think you're Big dead time. on about that. I think you're dead on. People have like, Devontae Adams in Green Bay has missed less. He was number four on the list. But next week, I'm going to do top five assistant coaches that need to lose their job. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned all the way through the weekend. Yeah, all the way through the weekend. Uh, and yeah, don't watch the games. Stay you, tuned on the Roku well, channel. We're re-airing yeah, exactly. all weekend We're on Channel 210. I like the, and like then the I'm cut of your jib. I like the cut yeah. of your jib, sir. Thanks, Rich. And if you missed any of the first two hours, guess what? Here on the Roku channel, Channel 210, as soon as we're done, it comes right back. So if you missed hours one and two, awesome stuff. Um, please stay tuned for that. Brockman and Del Tufo in their spots, uh, getting ready for Ooh. Josh Dumel to come out here. And TJ Jefferson is uh, like uh, is like the bouncer amongst all of his friends, saying, you can't come here just because Josh Jumel is here, and you think he's hot. You're like, you're like standing outside the club here, bouncing people. Well, you know I got the velvet rope in the corner. I understand. So. <laughs> well, that was for... To, tears. To, to, TJ's tear system. That's what you had, yeah. Right. Fans uh, who are coming for your Cowboys yeah. uh, could not approach you and have conversations about the Cowboys and lack of their... No, 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 Rich. They could, is just would I respond. Yes, you would that bounce was, them because... They need to have at least a Super Bowl appearance at least. in their team's uh, resume. Yeah, 50-plus years. Understood. You ain't got to the Super Bowl once. You're going to tell me my team stinks? I don't think so. Okay, understood. <laughs> understood. That's uh, T.J. Jefferson, diehard Cowboy fan, meaning he has very little self-awareness. Um, 844-204-RICH is the dial a number to dial here on this program. Josh Dumel is joining us on this program. He is joining us uh, in promotion of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Season 2 just premiered on Disney+. Plus. Stay tuned for all of that because uh, guess what? Uh, I'm in that show five Ooh. different times. Hey. He is. Ooh. Oh, yes. So the kids will be like, I know that guy. <laughs> That's Ernie Johnson. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so we, we led this program with a conversation about Aaron Judge's 61st home run. And, man, I know I keep talking about the NFL as you can't make this stuff up. But baseball, you can't make this stuff up either. Because Judge hit home run number 61 last night on uh, September 28th, 2022. And it was just a few days shy of the 61st anniversary 
of Roger Maris hitting home run number 61. And, oh, let's do it. This is Phil Rizzuto with the call of that home run. I love baseball calls. we got a whole bunch of them for you right here. Here's the great scooter at the mic on the day Roger Maris passed the babe and hit 61. Here's the windup. Fastball hits deep to right. And, you know, if you're a Yankee fan growing up in New York, that, that home run call is just ingrained in your head. You know, deep to right, this could be it. Holy cow. So, Michael Kay is from the New York area. What a childhood dream he's living out, calling Yankee games. And, uh, and doing a great job of it. I think he was paying a little homage to the scooter as the ball was shot on a line, kind of like Maris's 61st. Deep to left field last night. Here was Michael Kay's call on the Yes Network. And the 3-2. Throw deep to left field. This could be it. See ya. He's done it. Number 61. He's been chasing history. And now he makes it. He and Roger Maris are tied with 61 home runs. The most anybody has ever hit in a single season in American League history. All it was missing was a holy cow. Great job, Michael K, man. This could be it. And you're like, oh, he had that planned. Well, he's been eight days. He's it's been, it's been a whole week. <laughs> you know <what> week. <laughs> you're right. And here's the call of the great John Sterling at oh, the goodness. mic on Yankees go. Radio oh, yeah. Network. And the payoff. There goes the deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 61. He ties Roger Maris. For the American League single season record with 61 home runs. It's a two run judgy and blast. Here comes the judge. A two run blast, and the Yankees take a 5 3 lead on number 61 for Judge. <laughs> Man, mean, Cooper loves him. He walks serious. around the house going, you know, here comes the judge. So he, wow. he's like, Dad, what does he look like? So, you know, WFAN has a camera on him. So yeah. I go on their, um, their, uh-huh. their Twitter site and showed it to him. And I, I want to show it to him because, you know, Sterling shows up to each game in a suit and a tie and a pocket square. Yeah. And he's, he's cupping 80, his ear. Right? He is old school, man. He is a pro's pro. I mean, he's just... Suit tie, man. Jacket. Doesn't take the jacket off. Pocket 84. square. He's, I mean, God, I love him, too. <laughs> Meeting the moment. Meeting the moment. Well done. And um, let's talk about meet in the moment. You know, just showed you the, uh, played the, the home run calls and Kay and Sterling meeting the moment. Meet in the moment. Aaron Judge, meet the moment. Met the moment. And then, come on, man. Handed the 61st home run baseball to his mom. Yes, indeed. How awesome is this? And his full uniform looked like a little leaguer, except for the fact that he's a grown-ass man. (laughs) But I just love it. (laughs) Player and mom smile for the cameras. Just brought his mom a house. I showed that to Coop. Zano, wouldn't you do that right? You'd give it to mom, wouldn't you? Like, yeah. They're like, yeah. Yes. Yes. You'd give it to your mom. Well done. Now, 
Please it's so here. great that he gave it to his mom, had that moment. And, um, you know, you could say it was meant to be baseball gods made sure that judge could have the ball and give it to his mom. But there is a Toronto Blue Jay fan who helped make that happen as well. <laughs> a fan in the left field stands. <laughs> Poor guy. Brought Poor guy. his glove to the game, as did another fan sitting in the front row of left field in Toronto, right above the Blue Jays' pen, thinking maybe those are the magic seats where the magic pearl, that is the 61st home run ball, would be sent their way, and they've got a glove to catch it. And if you've seen the video, the fan reaches over the railing, and I think he got leather on it. Oh, no, no, he did it, 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 I don't know. It, it might have been a little low, but there's another fan who reaches out over and misses it, and you could see they immediately lament what just happened, that they planned for it, they got the seats for it, and missed it. It is akin to getting every number right except the Powerball. Although... For that, you still, you still get a little win. scratch. You still win a little bit of something. You got to wet your beak a little bit. Yeah. But these guys get a laurel and a hearty handshake yeah. and a memory the rest of their lives as to what could have been. And oh. all you would just say, is it possible to just even know what this individual is thinking? And the answer is yes. And it gets even better to find out what this individual is thinking. Because he was interviewed by a member of the press in Toronto. And his name is indeed Frankie Lasagna. We're not making this up. There is the headline of this article. Blue Jays fan Frankie Lasagna just misses catching Aaron Judge's 61st home run ball. That is the headline. And according to this article, Frankie Lasagna grabbed his baseball glove from his garage before heading down to Rogers Center for the game. And... He even got the seats specifically so he could be ready for it. And just in case you think you can't make this up, Frankie Lasagna is, in fact, a restaurateur of an Italian restaurant. And his name is Frankie Lasagna. Yes. No relation, best we can tell, to Johnny Roast Beef or (laughs) Elaine's Vegetable Lasagna. Made famous on an airplane in... Seinfeld. The other gentleman who reached across, according to this article, declined to be interviewed. He must be just in total dire straits. But could you imagine, Chris, how would you feel if you had that whole setup and did not get the baseball? Well, I would have caught it. Um, Oh, nice. (laughs) Brockman would have gotten it. Uh, I mean, that's that's a million-dollar mistake. It's it's a million-dollar drop. Unless you were just going to give it to Judge anyway. But if you're a Blue Jays fan, I don't know. I, yeah, you're going to hold that thing for hostage, yeah, right? Of yeah, of course. I'm going to put it up for auction, and it's going to get a, a get to get a sweet penny. It's just like, it's such a bummer for those kids, you know? But it's cool that, you know, kind of fate or whatever have you got back to Judge, and he gave it to his mom. Like, what a cool moment. According to this article in Infotel, which is the name of, I think, of the uh, the website in Canada, quote, Two more feet, and I would have had it. Two more feet? I needed a fishing net, and I would have got it. (laughs) Well, he's got it. Said 
<laughs> Frankie Lasagna. By the way, that's his name. <laughs> well, I showed this article to the kids last night. I'm like, I said, hey, Cooper, would you, na- would you rename your- yourself Coopy Lasagna? He's, he's got... <laughs> Zan- Zanny Lasagna? I mean, that, they Frankie Lasagna. The oh. SB Nation headline oh. is Frankie Lasagna, who is a real person, <laughs> almost caught <laughs> Aaron Judge's home left. run. <laughs> oh. Two more feet and I would have had it. Oh, yeah. The Frankie Lasagna story. I would never, ever bring a glove other than this situation, Lasagna said, by the way. (laughs) Quote, I needed a bigger one. Frankie Lasagna needed a bigger glove, which is just not a metaphor for anything. It's literally what's happened in Toronto. I didn't even know that was a surname, Lasagna. Did you? According to this article, Lasagna brought his... They didn't make that name up in our side. I'm sorry. Lasagna bought his ticket in the front row of the 100 level, thinking it would improve his odds of catching the ball if Judge went deep. Quote, in the front row, I felt like you've got the best chance. Lo and behold, I was just... A few feet away, oh. Lasagna, sporting a baby blue Vladimir Guerrero Jr. jersey, nice. said the anticipation built during every judge at bat, quote, it's like you're in the game. You're fielding and getting ready for the pitch. When he hit the ball, it was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I think I hit my buddy in his neck as I stretched out. I almost got it. <laughs> and then he said that the shock and amazement just washed over him. I would have held on to it for as long as I could to negotiate, maybe get judged to try to come to the restaurant, said Frankie Lasagna. Sadly. Wow. I mean... Just in case, hold on a minute. You you wanted a penne for his thoughts. Oh. Keep going. I know you got more. Yeah, you I got don't more. have more. You got one. You got uh, I, I, I don't thought have you had one more. <laughs> I don't have one more. I thought you had another one. No, I don't have one loaded. Oh. Okay, I've never got a foul ball at a, at a game, right? But like right before I moved to L.A., I was sitting on the first, uh, first base side at Fenway, and a line drive was coming right at me, and the dude sitting right in front of me stuck out his hand, and it hit his thumb, and he had to get an ice pack. And I think about that all the time. I got the World Series ball. And it never even to touched me. In front of me. This guy he wanted to kill me. got leather on right it. There. Well, and he it, said, no, no, no. He did said, he, according to Frankie Lasagna, he didn't get words it. I've never said before, <laughs> He said he, he needed a net. It was I, just too I would, low. If I was him, I would think about you'd that out. You'd every have, you'd have day. Gone over, you'd have gone over the railing. Oh, yeah, done. yeah. Like, the, like that uh, the field goal dude, that famous guy oh, who jumped out of yeah, the yeah. stands. Well, then you would have wound up in the hands of Matt Bushman, the <laughs> Toronto Blue Jays reliever who did catch the carom. <laughs> Matt Bushman, also known as the lesser half of my NFL Network colleague, Sarah Walsh, yes. who lives in Tampa, Florida was watching, had heard her husband, collected the ball, and delivered it to the Yankees. (laughs) And she tweeted out the following. Oh, cool. He just handed that back without checking to see if our house is still here, tweeting from Tampa last night. I'd like to announce our divorce. Wow. With the photograph of him walking the ball back. Oh, man. I mean. And just as if we can't have any more you-can't-make-this-up moments. She also tweeted out last night, the coolest, weirdest, weirdest thing about tonight when I first met, and she tagged her husband here at Bushman26, more than a decade ago, he asked my favorite movie. I told him it was 61. Holy smokes. Come on. Wow. Can't make it up. The story of the home run ball 
almost as interesting as the other actual hitting of the home run. I have no explanation for what happened. Frankie Lasagna. Oh, my God. It sounds like a Goodfellas character. There's Johnny two times. There's no that would you be go like, get the papers. You would literally make that name up as a kid. Get the baseball. Somebody. Get the yeah, baseball. His mother made good lasagna. That would be his Frankie nickname. Lasagna. Yeah, like his. Oh, mother. he seems like, like he'd be hanging out on a Staten Island street corner with Dicky Eyes. That's know? right. Yes. Yeah, Dicky Eyes lasagna, and Frankie Lasagna. Dickie you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Frankie Lasagna. Hey, Frankie Lasagna. You couldn't lean over and catch the baseball. Where's Paulie Gagoots? I mean, come on. I don't care how big that drop off is. You jump. Two broken legs. Yeah. He'll heal. Brockman million dollars. It's forever possible to get that ball. Right. Oh, Frankie Lasagna. Oh. He needed a longer glove. He needed a net. What's the matter? Unbelievable. I mean, oh. all right. Let's take a break. Josh Dumel is here. Fantastic. I love this guy. And we're in the same television show on Disney Plus. Hey. Yeah, it's like uh, Magic Michael Jordan and Bill Wennington combining for 57 points one day in Madison Square Garden, right? <laughs> Josh Dumel and I and the new Mighty Ducks show coming up next. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on our terrestrial radio network, we just saw a fun clip from the Mighty Ducks Game Changers season two premiered on Wednesday on Disney Plus. Josh Dumel, I mean, you had that speech, you had your moments speech from uh, yeah. you had your 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 big time hockey coach miracle speech all lined up, and yeah. then uh, then it got ruined. I just channeled every coach, yeah, that I couldn't stand coming up through high school and college. Yeah, yeah. that aggro. 
you know, super rough and tumble yeah. and, you know, yeah. and it, it was good. I mean, I think it was, it was, uh, it was fun for, it was, it was almost like it was therapeutic. It was cathartic. It was like an exercise and sort to of. To get all that out. Get all know, that out. Facing some of my old demons. Brother, it is a fun show. It is a great show for kids, family, and, and adults. And um, I would know because I had a, I believe, five episode arc. You did? On this program, yeah. You sure did. Well, you know, here's the interesting thing. And I'm, we're going to have this out uh, right now. And I know that <laughs> sounds aggressive. But um, I, I was excited to do it for many, many reasons. Number one, um, you're involved. Uh, number two, my kids watch all the Disney Plus shows. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I, I go there and never saw you once. No. Never saw you once. <laughs> I made sure that they scheduled us. I slept all times the there. way up to Santa Clarita, California. Wow. That's a long ways from here. It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, and I'm like, I can't Josh. wait to see Josh. It's going to be great to see Josh. And I'm like, is Josh here? They're like, no, no. We were like two ships. Was it in your contract? I, I need to know. It's, well, is it, I want to know how, you, how you managed to. I mean, I'm not even sure Rich did it. They might have just superimposed it in there because every time I looked up there, they had a Rich Eisen double sitting back there. Uh, yeah. Wow. And by the way, wow. when they have a double sitting in for me, and that guy is the baldest guy they could possibly find. <laughs> Um, I, I, want, I never, I never had a double like that. What, I mean, because you're not did, bald. I get well, I'm, and I'm not Rich Eisen, well, apparently, <laughs> and I'm not Josh Dumel. I guess that makes the two of us right here. <laughs> but I mean, and plus, no, it was me because it was freezing in there, man. It was yeah. the, like you're shooting in a real rink, oh, yeah. and you're shooting it now. I know I'm asking uh, a kid from North Dakota about this mm-hmm. question, but you can skate, right? I mean, you could absolutely. Skate, I played right? hockey all the way up until damn, seventh grade. Damn and straight, I, you did. And then I play, and then I got too tall and skinny, and had to make a choice between basketball and hockey, and I chose basketball. So I right. after that, I really didn't skate for what is that thirty five years until this probably? until this season really until I got back on the ice here and it was not like riding a bicycle <laughs> <laughs> it was more like riding a unicycle for the first time and it was it was I mean I was using muscles I hadn't used for years Damn. I was trying was trying way too hard to look like I knew what I was doing literally five to seven minutes after I got on the ice they had me doing these drills and I had to leave and go throw up in the garbage can get out of here it was one of those things where I was just like I was I was so it was. I used to do this when I ran track in high school. Then uh-huh. one year in college, I, I would run the. They would always have me run the sixteen hundred relay, where you got to run one lap around the track. And yeah. So everybody does. And after every time I did that, I would have to go throw up in a garbage can, and that's what it felt like. I was like, "Oh my god, give me a second. And I ran off, and, and that was my introduction back onto the ice. And it took me a good two weeks to get my my leg. I was like Bambi out there. Damn. For the first couple weeks, not so mighty. No, not no, so no, no. And I had to look like I was a former pro. So you can imagine the pressure. No, you're an outstanding actor, Josh. An athlete. You're just, you're just... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know that. I know that. I, I get, like I said, the cast seemed to really get along. You know, yeah. I met that kid uh, who we just saw in the uh, in the clip, Maxwell uh, Simpkins, yeah. and he couldn't have been. I yeah. I did a lot of my work with him since yeah. you were, you know you weren't there. Super talented uh, could, kid, and yeah, they and, all and, are. I mean, I had I had such a blast. I mean, if I'm being honest, I took the job at first because I got to I got to work in L.A. Mm-hmm. and I always loved the Mighty Ducks growing up, so I figured this could be a fun show. Yeah. But it turned out to be such a blast, and I got to, I got to get to know these kids, and I got I got more out of this than I ever expected that I would, you know, mm-hmm. because it was such a great, uh, it was so well written. The kids were awesome. Lauren Graham is fantastic. The mm-hmm. whole thing was just very family from the beginning, and and 
Yeah, I just I just had the best time making it. I think the show's going to be really good. And again, it debuted uh, season two uh, yesterday on Wednesday on Disney Plus. New episodes available every Wednesday, only on Disney Plus. Early wake up for you Sunday here? Uh, oh yeah, I'll Los be Angeles? up around six thirty, making sure. I, well, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I'm officiating my friend's wedding on Sunday yeah, when the Vikings turns are playing out it the takes Saints. Five clicks on a computer. <laughs> yep, and you are able to officiate a wedding. I did not know this. So, I mean, it, so what do you mean? You got ordained just for this particular affair? Is what you're saying? Is it ordained? I don't, I don't think know. it's ordained. It's I certified. It? Uh, it's certified to do well, it. That sounds better to say you're ordained. Yeah, I'm or- this call, this like, yeah somebody, somebody's like, yeah, we're having a certified. <laughs> yeah. What do we? What do you call it? A priest? What do you, what do you call it? I just. Uh, yeah, I, an officiant? I'm, yeah, I'm an officiant. It sounds good... better to say you're ordained. If people are coming up to you at this affair, oh, yeah. you just use the word ordained just for the bride and groom. I don't instead have of saying like I'm the certified. big robe or, you know, that the priest would wear or anything. But I do have a, my graduation garb. <laughs> yes. I'm thinking about just wearing something like this. No, you should do it as Ragnar. Ooh. <laughs> Like, do it, as a it is a very unconventional wedding, I will tell you that. I can't tell you what he's going to do, but it is this this dude. He's Bob Schwartz. I play him in the Buddy Games movies. But they call him the Bob okay, Father. Okay, okay. The Bob Father's getting married this weekend, and uh, this dude is fearless. Clearly, if he's like, can you click the mouse five times and well, marry that's me? The, that's, the, that's the most tame part of this thing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's not flower girls. There's guys passing out beers as they go up the aisle. <laughs> Sounds like a great I'm not wedding. kidding. <laughs> yeah, you want, you want to suddenly come? Yeah, I have sure. no idea who the Bob Fire is, but you're going. Um, will it? Will I guess, if you will, the uh, the music start after the game? I mean, because it's an early well, 6:30 uh, a.m. Yeah, kick. Yeah, I mean, right? I guess it's. Uh, I, I guess it depends how, how how wild we get the night of his wedding. It's Saturday night. Oh, I see. Sunday I morning is 6:30. Comes pretty early. Oh, that's Although, the point yeah, here. Okay, but that's all right. I'll get up and watch it for sure. We gotta we gotta beat those Saints. In London. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, it, it, it looked pretty dark third, fourth quarter this yeah. past week. Thought that you might uh, follow up the big win over the Packers with a, a goose egg on Monday night in Philadelphia I mean, and then a loss to the Lions. I don't, the Lions haven't man. won a road game in two years. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know and, what this team is yet. Uh, I, I really want to believe in O'Connell. I, I know the players love him. They do. And I think That's that a he's a brilliant coach. I just want to, I just want to make sure they're going to be – their defense is what's scaring me right now. It's like they feel so soft. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that the players are soft, but the the schemes just feel like you know, teams just running all over them. Well, I think it might just be potentially uh, when we look back that the Eagles are one of the top five offenses in the NFL. True, and Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. True, and he's going to make. We, we made it real easy for him. I thought. Well, you. I think he might make other defenses yeah, look maybe. like that they're making it easy for him. Yeah. And guess what? I think the Lions offense is a top 10 in this league yeah. right now. They're they're lightening yeah. things up right now. So yeah. maybe you can just yeah. toss it up there. Did you hear my colleague and friend and good buddy Michael Irvin chose Kirk Cousins as his MVP pick for this year? Did you hear that? Preseason or now? <laughs> Preseason, sir. Listen, Before, I've been hard on Kirk Cousins in yes. the past. I really yeah. have. Yeah. Um, He's he's a perfectly serviceable quarterback. I think that he's. I just don't see us winning a Super Bowl with him. You know, if I'm being frank, I feel like he's got. He can make all the throws. It's just it's, it's if, if if anything doesn't go to plan within this, the the scheme of the play, yes. it's 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 done. You know, he can't. He's not a great improviser, and that's what worries me. I just want him to be a little bit more. 
uh, inventive out there and, and make things happen when there's nothing there. But and you I, like that Kirk Cousins. You just need to see that. I like 17 him. Times I like him. I, th- I think that I, I was pissed that we didn't go grab Mac Jones when we had a chance uh, two seasons ago. He was sitting there at 16, and, and we passed and, him. And, off and you, sir, the, and you, sir, didn't want him as a Patriot fan. You called him the minivan of quarterbacks after they drafted him. What do you think now? Yeah. What do you think now? I mean, he's hurt. He's no, un- what do you unvaluable. Yeah, that was a nasty sprain. I mean, that looked terrible. Well, you don't want Calais Campbell to fall on your ankle, do you? I mean, like, no, I think that's going to happen to anybody's ankle no, if he does no, that. No. I think he was really good last year. He's, you know, he's promising. We right. just got to get him some help. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I believe in Kirk. I think that Kirk can get us a certain to a certain point. We got enough talent on offense. We got the players on defense. Our defensive line is nasty. I just want to see us. Get it together. That first week in Green Bay, I thought we were going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then we get our asses kicked in, in Philadelphia. You should have seen with Michael Irvin how he was walking around the office after week one. Kirk Cousins is his guy. <laughs> he was just like, oh, he thought he, he was he didn't really. He didn't really. 1,000%. How could you? Come on, Michael. 1,000%. How so? Just he, he believes in, in Kevin O'Connell and the oh. offense and thinks it's perfect for him and that he has Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook and that he will step it up and start winning games like the week two game that he did not. God, I hope he does. I hope, I hope, I hope Michael's right because we, we need a Super Bowl victory. We actually we just need to get – we just need to keep progressing. Well, for your sake, I hope he's right. For our sake on NFL game day morning, we hope he is very wrong because it will be a great long year for us. <laughs> yes. And Who's your him? team? Jets. I like that reaction. I like that reaction. I saw that uh, your boy gets back this week. My boy gets back this week. We'll see if he can. Uh, How do you do feel it? about him? Is he? I don't know. He, he just gave a shrug thing? emoji for Mac Jones. I'm like, brother, your quarterback's not a shrug emoji. Mine is the shrug emoji. Wow, like, right. I have no idea yeah. what he can do. None. Mm-hmm. None. And it is now game. What is it? Twenty one of his career. He hasn't played. This is his nearly second. half of them. Well, this, this is, is your two. Season. But he missed so much time last year. Yeah. I don't know, brother. Yeah. We'll find out. He's got the ability, I think. But Kirk Cousins turned down the Jets to go to you, so, you know, that happened. Did he really? Uh, yes, he did. That. Yes, he did. In free agency, he did, because the Will family says, come to Minnesota. We'll guarantee every dollar. We'll pay yeah. you like you're, you're yeah. a frontline pitcher in the Major League Baseball. I just wish yes. he was as good as his agent. <laughs> <laughs> that dude has made so much money yeah. in this oh, league. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And he's good. Don't get me wrong, but he's not. I don't know. Well, you called him perfectly serviceable, which is a... Uh, I think he would be the best backup. Left-handed, He'd be a, a great backup. If there was a left-handed compliment, you could give backhanded. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> perfectly serviceable. All right, we have a game called Celebrity True or False. Have we done this with you in your three times here? I don't no. think we have. Okay, where there are facts about your career that have been reported, or you have said in an interview, and we want to know if the internet's true or false. Okay. okay. Here is a, a, some great, again, production value for this. Here we go. Roll it. Celebrity true or false. You can't handle the truth. There you go. That's our production value. Uh, first one up for you, Josh Dumel. Celebrity true or false. True or false. You wanted to be a dentist from the time you were a sophomore in high school, and you gave up your dream of becoming a dentist because your grades were not good enough to get into a dental college. Is that true or false? I would say that's probably true, but okay. I could have. I, I, I mean, okay. I just want the truth, please. Of course, uh, <laughs> it's, it's called. It's not called celebrity eh or false. No, like, it's it's true. It is okay. true. But I had a three four leaving college at Montana State University. Go Beavers! 
um, and okay. left left one credit short because I didn't. I knew that I had to go back and retake a couple classes, okay. like organic chem and a couple other ones okay. to get it to about a three seven. Okay, so you weren't like flunking out no, of no, school. No, no, I, had, I, I had good grades. I just didn't. I mean, you you got to have dang near a four anymore to get in, and I had I had about a three four. I needed to get to about a three seven. So you were a tooth guy. I mean, what what was the dental? Well, profession? I was always good at like drawing and creating things with like sculpting and things like that. So I got to use that. I had that. And then I could still call myself a dent or a doctor, and my mom would have been happy about that. So, <laughs> so it was like it was like killing two birds with one stone. Okay, so you you were into the idea of being. By the way, in my fifth grade yearbook for PS fifty four, when you were asked as a fifth grader uh, who what you wanted to be when you grow up, mine says dentist. Really, it is. It is. And why? I have no idea why I said dentist. <laughs> was I was it, a fifth was grader. It, I have no idea. Was why. it the uh, none zero? What was it? Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. The little elf was... He wanted was, to be a dentist. Wanted to be a dentist. Could have been that. Could have been Rudolph. Yeah, I think no, it was a Rudolph. Rudolph. It was Rudolph. Yeah. Some Burt yeah. yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Right. Rudolph. Something like that. Yeah. Could have been that. I don't yeah. know what. I don't know if I went back in time. I would tell that fifth grader a lot more than just don't. Yeah, yeah I think you're doing fine. I think you Thank made you, the right brother. choice. Thank you. Thank you. I've got a, a, a wattage, I've got the wattage <laughs> smile going on right now. All right. Next one. True or false, Josh Jumel, you once had a dog named Meatloaf. Is that I true? I did. That's true. Named after? Well, his name was Dylan when I, when I adopted him. <laughs> okay. Uh, and right. he was just the what? cutest. I remember, I'll never forget, the first time the woman brought him over, she was like, he's super athletic. And that, like, almost immediately he trips over, like, this little thing and, like, stumbles and gets back up. What breed of, what breed of dog? He was a dachshund mix. A he, mix? Looked, he had this beautiful little dude, like, such a cute little guy. And, and, and he, had, he had the worst breath. I remember at first, like, oh, my, oh my God. This guy's but he was so cute and so lovable that I, I couldn't help it. And, you know, he was, he was uh, his name was Dylan. And he, but I looked at him, and he looked like a, a little meatloaf. He was like this brown little oh. So it wasn't the singer. Looking. It wasn't the singer. Well, I'm a huge meatloaf fan. Who is not? But he looked more like a meatloaf. Than okay, than an actual loaf yeah. of meat is <laughs> yes. what you're saying. The actual delicacy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, so that's true. Uh, next one, uh, Celebrity True or False, Josh Newmel. One of your first gigs ever, you were an extra in a Donna Summer music video. Is that true? Uh, false. I was oh. not. I was, I was the lead in that, man. <laughs> <laughs> so this Donna Summer part is true. It's well, being described guess, as an extra. Is the I guess, false part? I guess Donna Donna would be the lead. I would guess I would be supporting her because it was about this lover, this love thing between these two people. Uh-huh. I was an extra in a Christi, uh, Christina Aguilera video. Okay, so yeah, I, I auditioned to be the lead in that, and I was the the extra in that. So, I was also an extra in uh, when I first moved to Los Angeles. I went to watch Man on the Moon. In the in the, some theater down uh, on Sunset Boulevard to watch because I was a I am a huge Jim Carrey fan and I just mm-hmm. wanted to see him. Yes, so I remember sitting back there in the back of the theater just watching this dude do his thing and it was one of the most eye opening experiences of all time. Yeah, to see Jim Carrey do his thing as Andy Kaufman in character. So that was and the never film. left character. Right. Um, and that's a, and somebody who's had met Donna Summer at that point in time. So I clearly, I think this might have been pre Donna Summer. Pre Donna yeah, Summer. Yeah. So what? What, song, just, what was, was the Donna Summer song? Do you remember what song it was? The music video. Oh, it was a remake of something, and I can't remember the. It wasn't Hot Stuff. It wasn't that. No, no, okay. no. It was she it was, was post re- Hot she, Stuff. It was a newer song that she had just <laughs> okay. released, but it was a remake of an, another. I will old. go with you. Does that sound right? 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Mike Del Tupo, audio executive. Come on, Don, I'm a DJ. And Can we play it? Is my favorite. No, no we, can't we play cannot. We, can't play we cannot. Yeah. We would be bankrupt I, I if we played video, it. Though. I found oh, the video, though. You did. Yeah. We found the video. <laughs> found the video. And can you can you test if he is more than an extra in this video? Pictures of you in the video. There you go. Very good. Look at you. I mean, uh, lead might be a bit Ish. of a stretch, okay. too. I, uh, right, now that we yeah. found the video, you're backtracking, I might huh? fall. I, <laughs> you're the lead. I might you're fall like more. Right off the top. <laughs> right off the top. <laughs> yeah. We see like... him before Donna Summer, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Wow, look really? at that. How about... See? That's hey, what he's saying. The magic of YouTube. Now I'm going to watch Genie in a Bottle just to see you. Oh, yeah. You you, you, you blink, you won't oh, see me. Fast? It's literally that oh, quick. Man. All right. Last one for you. Uh, we're going to go on the opposite end of the uh, career spectrum here. True or false? Steven Spielberg cast you in Transformers after seeing you in an episode of Las Vegas. Is that true? Uh, well, it's partly true. Okay. I mean, it, 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 he didn't cast me, but he, he he's had a couple of moments where he really sort of tapped me for a couple of jobs. There was one for a win a date with Tad Hamilton. Mm-hmm. When I first That's the big one. That's yeah. the big break, right? That, that was one? when he first he first it was a Dreamworks movie and I remember he they Robert Lucetic had showed him the screen test. Yes. And he said if he was this is the way they told me it yes. went. He said if, if I was casting this movie I'd pick him. I was like, what? Oh my god! I can't believe I couldn't even believe he knew who I was. So you just happened to be in the room just because no, it was a DreamWorks you know, it was film. It was a studio okay. sort of thing. They were deciding who was going to play Tad Hamilton, and, and he was one of the helping factors. Helping factor, to- please. <laughs> if Steven Spielberg saying, "If I was casting this, yeah. I would choose him." What? Do you, how do you think they respond to that? We're casting him. That's I mean, probably the answer. Well, and right? then listen to this. So then a few years later, I had been doing uh, Las Vegas, and there was a storyline where I got back from Iraq and I was suffering from uh, PTSD and. Uh, it was really intense, actually, those those things. And he'd seen an episode of that, apparently, and they were casting Transformers and another DreamWorks uh, movie, and, and, he, and he'd seen it, and he, he recommended me f- to Bay, Michael Bay, to play this part. And I remember hearing that going, oh, my God, that's twice mm-hmm. Mr. Spielberg has done nice. that. Can I, how do I thank him? Because I remember Leslie Feldman, the casting director, yeah. I was like, I knew her because she had also cast me in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. How do I thank him? She goes, well, I just call him. Here's your, here, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you. I'll, I'll, I'll connect you. I was like, what? So she connects me to his house. On, the, wherever, on the spot? And he picks up the phone, and I got to talk to him for about 10 minutes about, you know, about why he felt I was right for the part. And I was like, I don't know how to thank you, uh, Stephen, but thank you. You know, it's like truly a, a, a sound human being. And, you know, I'm. Very grateful to him for, you know, doing that because I would not be anywhere nearly along in my career. That is amazing. Well, actually, we we may be revealing something to you. Um, It wasn't an episode of Las Vegas that he saw you in and cast you from. We, we've we confirmed this. Put up on the screen. It was that. That's right there from the, the Donna Summer video. Is that video. the Donna Summer video? Yes, it Donna is. Summer there video. it is. Um, wow. I yeah, look exactly the same, don't that's I? That's it. That's it. That's what Spielberg saw. We've confirmed it. Wow, yeah. But that is amazing that he you, you got connected to him on the spot and you had to collect she, yourself she like on the spot. She patched me through to his office at his, he was at his house and, and it was... That's I was, amazing. Yeah. And couldn't be a more gracious human being. I was you like, thought wow. he's not going to pick up the phone. Is no, it ringing, right? Of course not. You <laughs> didn't have time to talk to me. Caller ID back then? He was just, hello. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. She had like a direct line to his office or something. That's awesome. I don't know. All right, before you go, you got to give me your favorite James Conn story. Maybe may he rest in peace. Oh God, Jimmy Conn. I missed that man. He's uh, what do you got? 
Let's see. Well, I mean, there's a million of them, some of which I cannot tell on, on I TV. Bet. Is there, is there something he, that you he, can come he, close to that or what? Yeah. I, well, here's, here's a fun one. Okay. I, w- I remember him telling me a story. Well, there's a couple, but he was telling me a story about uh, being on, about uh, Marlon Brando. And when he was on set with him, I was like, well, wait a second, you worked with Marlon Brando? Uh-oh. He looks at me like, oh, yeah, you idiot. Have you ever seen The Godfather? <laughs> I was like, oh, God, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I would have loved oh to see God. a snapshot of his oh, face. Oh, my God. Oh. I, would, I mean, I assume he called you more than just an idiot at that point. Oh, my God. He, he, loved to, he loved to rattle my cage. Oh. I, mean, he lo- I mean, he was actually a huge uh, mentor to me. Too. I mean, I never forget we would be sitting there, and I was very new still when we first started shooting the show. I'd, I'd done all my children for a few years, right? And uh, we'd be in a scene together, and we'd they'd say cut, and he'd be like, "Josh, come here, come here." And that's I, that's when I knew I was gonna he was gonna take me to school. He's like, "All right, you got to quit acting. Just quit acting and just be. You're trying too hard. Just just do it. You, you look, all I see is acting, acting, acting. Just be." And and. It was, he was, he had no problems like telling me like if I was, if it was working or not. Yeah. And thank God he did. Because it made me a better actor in the end. It was tough to hear. Because you're, yeah. th- you're just sitting there giving it your heart and soul, and it's like, nah, that sucks. Again. <laughs> you're like, I nailed the scene, and all of a sudden, Con like, is no, just no, like, no, no, come here, come here. Oh, God. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Oh, you know, I, I, amazing guy. He called into this show um, two months before he passed Something because like it was that. the yeah, yeah, yeah. 50th anniversary of The Godfather. Mm. And he was on our podcast years ago, and I you know, got to meet him and know him, and I reached out. And um, we interviewed him two months before he passed, telling yeah. great stories about how his portrayal of Sonny Corleone was based on Don Rickles. That he really? would, yes, yes, that the Don Rickles sort of big personality of joking yeah. around and insulting oh, yeah. and just walking in the room and yeah. insulting people. It was Rickles. That's fan. That's yeah, that's what he said. You know, like, and I'm like, okay, I didn't know that. Wow. You know, and that yeah, he, I didn't know that. That he also came up with Bada Bing. You know, right? Yeah. Bone in the head, Bada Bing, Bada Bing. You know, that was him. That was him. Bada Bing. Is, he said. I, he said he should have made up T-shirts. And then you know, and that the the uh, the art department was furious with him that he broke the camera in Godfather. Like he yeah. threw it down, and then and then he did have actual money in his pocket. It wasn't called for him to just take it out and throw it on the ground like you pay oh, wow. for it. Sorry, I broke your camera. Pay for it. Uh, <laughs> I remember, How great is that? Oh, man? man, he had a story. I mean, that's that, that dude, he's just going on and on. I remember talking about his hair. He's like, yeah, look, I got Audubon hair. I was like, Audubon hair? He goes, yeah, Audubon on a donkey's ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> Check out Disney Plus's The Mighty Ducks Game Changers with this man and uh, Lauren Graham and uh, my new friend Maxwell Simpkins and more. Check it out every Wednesday night on Disney Plus. Season 2 is already underway at Josh Jumel on Twitter and Instagram. You're the best, brother. Thanks for coming. No, you are. Thank you. Thank right you, back boys. At you. Yeah. Josh Jumel, everybody, Great right here on the Rick Cosby Show. Back with more in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O. O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Find the latest and greatest audio entertainment on Audible. It's got everything you want to hear, including this show, The Rich Eisen Show. You can check it out on Audible with podcasts, audio books, exclusive originals, talking comedy, sports stories, deep dives with athletes and entertainers, business, anything else you're into. With Audible, you get access to thousands of included titles with more added every week. Listen on the road. That's what we do in our car at the gym or anywhere you want to fuel up your imagination. Join and get 30 days free. At the home of storytelling, go to audible.com for that. Injury news. Injury news. Christian McCaffrey, second straight day, according to Adam Schefter, not spotted at practice due to a quad injury. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. Is it happening again? Well, my two cents on it, I'm, I'm not there. I'm not watching it. I just read what I'm reading. I spent the commercial break between hours two and three picking up both Chuba Hubbard and Deonta Foreman. Got them both in my poker league because no one's using them against me this week. <laughs> if honestly, if my po- you know, if my poker league was like uh, other fantasy leagues, I'd get slapped for that. When they see me tonight around the table, is Murph in the per- poker league? He is that. How's he doing? I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, yeah. well, Murph. I haven't seen him in a while. I don't know what Murph's up to. Free Murph. Maybe he's calling in the Rome show cursing. <laughs> I say, much like, you he's know, banned. I, I, I've been pounding the table to free Murph for a while. Murph is very. Can we get him back? No, no. Why? You'll get your you'll get your Twitter account before Murph gets gets that hotline number. Again. Not, I don't think that's looking very likely either. So other news: free Murph and free two jiggy in two jiggy. New England, where we're just taking it day by day, according to Bill Belichick yesterday. No sign of Mac Jones at practice, according to Mike Giardi. However, he did say that Mac Jones is strolling around the facility, taking part in meetings, telling guys not to count him out. In Green Bay, maybe it won't be the Brian Hoyer moment that Chris Brockman is dreading. Please, no. Anybody but Hoyer. Do we have the press conference moment from yesterday? Do we have that one more time, please? 
In the meantime, while, while we're, we're drumming that up, just to let you know, you can listen to the NFL on the NFL app on the Odyssey app on WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports sponsored by AutoZone. I defy, again, this is the Bill Belichick press conference m- moment of the day from yesterday, and it's just, it's amazing. It's the clubhouse leader, roll it. Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Well, we prefer to win. You expect Mac to start on Sunday for you guys? Take it day by day. Is the plan, Bill, for Mac to have any kind of procedure to help along with the process here? Day by day, Phil. Day by day. That's the plan. Day by day. Are, um, is, are you and the team on the same page with Mac and his team as it comes to the injury and how to progress or how to move forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not really sure what the what the nature of the question is. <laughs> day by day, it's getting better. See how it goes. Day by day. Does he have a high ankle sprain? Day by day. Right to the point. What do I look like? A doctor? An orthopedic surgeon? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Talk to the medical experts. <laughs> what do they say? What do the medical experts on staff say? Good there one, you go. Too. Great question. Day by day. That's what they're saying. Well, evaluate him, Dave. I mean, what difference does it make to me? What do you, do you think I'm going to read the MRI? <laughs> That's not my job. So. Yeah, but it's theirs, and they, they talk to you about it, right? Yeah, it's day by day. It's getting better day by day. <laughs> I'm sorry, we may play this tomorrow. We may play this tomorrow. I told, you, this is the, I told you yesterday, that's the mic drop. It's never going to get better than I, that. I, I, it's I, impossible. I, I believe in him. In I, I doubt it. Song, I don't know, they man. Said, they I say day he, by day 20 times. How many times do you think he said Good it? Good question. He said it 12. We'll, we'll play it tomorrow. 12, was it 12? We'll play Every it tomorrow. Every day. Then it's just a God spa. Not the full God spell, just a God spa. <laughs> I want to thank today's <laughs> guest. MRI? Today's guest. What a great guest list, man. We did it today. Fantastic. Josh Dumel and Matthew Stafford and also Drew Brees and Steve Young. Tomorrow's show, George Kittle will be kicking things off. Chat then.